Horizon, Episode 5, Ghosts. Thank you, everyone. And now, we will commence with the final part of Dr. Kinerva's lecture. After the presentation, Dr. Kinerva will be taking questions in the reception room for those with reception passes. On behalf of the OTS Chen Lang University of Environmental and Expansion Planning and the Association for Human Integration and Development, thank you for attending the fourth annual Dr. Albury Venfor Memorial Lecture. And now, Dr. Kinerva for the concluding remarks. Thank you all for sitting through what is assuredly the longest lecture I have ever given and on no particularly cheery subject either. By now, I hope you can agree with or at least see the justification behind my statement. There is little doubt in the vast contribution of natural world on our species' continued existence. But the natural world is ill-represented in our policy decisions. From one planet to another, we curious parasites jump from our humble Earth, stepping stone Mars, the first asteroid farms, Mercury, our first hop to Proxima, the broken hope of Eridani, the boom of Tau Ceti, the war of Gliese, the abandonment of Cassiopeia, and to the many other hosts that spawned us to here. We have abused and neglected the value of natural cycles. All of these natural resources we have placed value on, though the value has varied by the century and our human goals, be it monetary value, energy output, time, or ultimately, lives. We have fought off natural selection. We have expanded our lifespans. We have exported our consciousness. We live free of planets. We surf the solar waves into the depths of space and we revel in the reveal of new habitable places, be it planet, asteroid, or moon. We work to create closed systems. Everything is recyclable. Everything is trapped in the system until something is built to leave the system. The honor of the technocracy separated itself from our brothers and sisters because we live in a world governed by scientifically sound actions, by the will of the people guided by the objective truths of the universe, the true steps toward progress and evolution. Our pursuits are noble, but still where do we draw the line? The minds that build our grand stations pollute our past. This is not an opinion, it is fact. Our decision to break from the union of humanity was not an ultimate solution, but the first of cascade of changes. We must continue to take steps to establish ourselves not as nomads of the dark space, 
but as well-traveled sages of the universe. We should never stop learning. We should never stop expanding our understanding. But now, more than ever, after generations of our stations in living side by side with the free planets and the Trenan, we must consider our impact on the universe. We cannot last just as parasites that kill their only viable host cannot last. So how should we, as parasites, better value and nurture our dwindling hosts? Or should we choose instead to finally reject our parasitic nature? Thank you. I am always impressed by Dr. Tornopa's ability to hold a Yes, but I still feel like his approach for these ecological economics issues leaves a lot unsaid. It's more a social stance, a platform for inciting policy change than actual discussion on solutions. At least this time. Dr. Kudnerva doesn't work for the energy sector or the resource planning commissions, but works with them to find a new way to new solutions, and helping with the public interest in such solutions. You seem very interested. I see it as a force for change, positive change, something we could really use at this point. I agree. It's just that I prefer more tangible lectures. The parasitic comparison is well established and appropriate, but it still makes people squirm. Are you sure I should be here? Of course, and I'm happy to get to spend some time with you again, even if it is in a professional setting. Though nothing says we can't just leave and get some drinks if we become bored. Disinterested? <laughs> Maybe in a bit. We just got in. Well, it's going to get busier soon, so let's go see if we can get a word in with Dr. Kunerva. Of course, just. Can I? Uh huh. Okay, now we can go. Oh, Dr. Wu. Hey, <laughs> so nice to see you again. I've heard about your new team. It's quite the accomplishment. My congratulations. Thank you. It's certainly worth all the long hours. And I would like to introduce you to my friend and former colleague, Dr. Nolira. Dr. Nolira Jiang Antwi. Yes. Thank you for coming, but I must insist that you leave. Excuse me? Please. Alex, what is the meaning of this? This is that Haikuajangle. We just got here. Miriam, I- I'm so happy you came and you can certainly stay, but Dr. Kanerva is adamantly opposed to her most recent work. You can't make her leave just because of Dr. Kanerva's opinions. Miriam, I'll go. I don't want to cause a scene. It was great to see you again, but please don't miss this opportunity because of me. What? No, Nolira. We're going. Let's go get those drinks. Kanerva be damned. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, just please know that this does not reflect the association's views on her work, and we would be happy to have Dr. Jiang and Tui speak in the future. That drink. <laughs> How about several? Left of the room and select the incoming signal from the list of potential channels. Found it. Incoming signal.
freaking out. I've been here for over a week now, but I think everything is broken. <coughs> I was on a multi-family transport ship <coughs> headed to Strand 4 from OTS Ichikawa. Hi to Alex. Strand 4 is that new moon planet. How do I send out a reply? Do we have any way to find her? Any external sensors? Government. To your left, there. I got it. Mom, he really but my mom. Hello, this is Dr. Rec from the Bifrost. Can you hear me? I've got your signal. Don't stop broadcasting. It's really good to hear your voice. Oh, yeah. I'm Poe Yano, daughter of Dr. Polly Yano. My mom was elected to head the new government for the inhabitable moon's orbiting strand. That's not entirely right. I always forget what to say. I'm sorry. I'm not good at... My mom is better at this. What? You're doing just fine, Poe. Let's not dwell on that right now. Can you tell me what happened? I might have better equipment here on the Bifrost. We can look for a solution together. The ship was hit by something. Everything just went... wrong. My mother... put me in the escape pod and launched it. very similar situation. But even damaged, the Bifrost has a lot of functions your ship might not have. We can figure this out. I don't know if anyone can hear me. I know my signal is going out, but I don't know if I can receive anything. If you're out there, keep trying. Please. I'm still here. You can come get me, please. Poe? Poe? Can you hear me? Allie, why can't you hear me? Is our signal going out? I ran out of food two days ago. I thought there would have been more, but most of the seats were missing their prep packages, so I only had rations from a few. Has it really been a week? Hard to tell time in here. Poe, Okay, I'm going to keep trying to reach you, but I need you to check your readouts. It should tell you if something is broken. I'm all clear for signal transmission and reception here, so you're coming in loud and clear. Ali, what can we do? I do not know. Neither you nor I are able to activate signal function. Even if able, I do not believe it is fully functional at this time. There must be something. If anyone is listening, I have a water system on the ship. You know, it's a closed system. But that's not the problem. I need air. Or oxygen. Or a savior. The pod got hit with some debris when... Well, during the accident, but... So I'm not sure my receiver is working. A lot is not working. Can anyone even hear me? Poe, I'm listening. I'm right here. Poe? Just keep talking to me. One second, can someone hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? No, 
know. It's, uh, the Atmo readout. Oxygen is just about to start declining past the point of no return. Nope. I already broke the last of the emergency oxygen capsules. I don't know what else I can do. Your legs have given out, Nomura. with the unidentified life sign. I recommend that you activate the interior manual lock on the communications bay door. Arms dying now too. Yes, I can do that. If anyone is out there, I know Yano. My mother was Dr. Polly Yano. You were on the highway on the way to France. They're all gone, I think. I know I might be all that's left. I just I can't think of what to do. We're safe. I'm so sorry. Allie, what can we do? She's got to be close. 
We're not able to reach any ULS satellites to pick up a bounced message, so the signal has to be close by. She could be right outside the window for all we know. If you personally believe that her pod is so close, you could find another hull access port and fully functional suit, allowing you to reach the pod. But without training and fully functional docking systems, you could not protect her from the lack of oxygen in her pod or dock her pod to the Bifrost in time. That's really negative, Ali. What are the chances? There is a 0% chance that you can save Poe. I have to try. There is a 0% chance that you can save Poe. But if you try to do so, there is a high chance that you may also hurt yourself or die in the process. So what can I do? You previously said that you do not want her to be alone, that she is just a kid, and that you would not want to be alone. I don't think anything outside the tiny window but stars. I'm from the Ichikawa. My mom was always... She didn't even let me leave station until I was eight. For a class trip. She still chaperone. I love the stars. But I wish there was something outside. Even pirates. A pirate ship. A satellite. Anything. to report that Poe may be unconscious. With the breathable oxygen content of her pod on the decline, she will soon die, though she will not feel any pain. She didn't there. She didn't know she wasn't alone. In her current state, she can no longer worry about such things. Does it help knowing you stayed? 
help her. It's just as bad as being alone. You have information. You know her name and her ship. It is possible for you to bring closure to others through such information. She was just a kid. I am sorry that her loss of life came so soon. That was... oddly worded. You appear emotionally burdened. Can I assist you in some way? I have a selection of music available and your personal recordings. If you would like a distraction. Also, it appears your arm is running out of power. Give me a moment, please, Allie. Hi, what are you doing here? Constance? Fashion Tino, please. Of course. What kind of tea would you like for me to make for you both? A fine choice. Your tea will be ready in four minutes. Constance, talk to me. Sit down. Tell me what's wrong. Have you seen the news? No. Oh no. Constance, tell me. What's going on? You at work, you've been so busy. I was with mom and dad. Are mom and dad okay? It's Chen. Please, what's wrong? I'll call them right now. No, don't. They... Nolly, there was an attack on Ten One. Chen, is he... The base was hit. He was inside with other controllers. They're sending in teams, but he was inside. Mom and Dad were at home. It was on the news. I was with them. They... they... can't stop crying. I need to get back. I can't leave them alone. We're making Please, wait! Should I...? Breaking news in the last two hours for those of you just joining us. Just under two hours ago, at 0530 local time and 101 on 10, Exilarchy forces launched a devastating attack on the city and surrounding provinces. We go now live to a video feed from our war correspondent on the ground in what in what used to be the bustling 101 Spice Market Square. Before we do, I have to I have to warn you that this is live video and may include disturbing content. This was an act of war that killed thousands of civilians and military personnel. Please know that this content is not suitable for children. Now, to our correspondent on the ground in 10-1, Ryan Attica. Ryan? I'm on the ground at the location of the famous 10-1 Spice Market Square, and as you can see from the scene around me, we are now faced with nothing but rubble. Just hours ago, a barrage of attacks fell on 10-1 on the local Dr. Tsung Dao Li military base. In Tenwan, a densely populated city of over 15 million, survivors are already desperately searching the rubble for the answer to the question on everyone's lips. Are my loved ones alive? Stop! 
Emergency medical crews from the OTV Hoffman and Ankun are already here. The protective fleet has been re-established around the Tenmont airspace. This attack came as a surprise. We still know little about the details of how the XLRK was able to get these weapons past provincial security measures. Your team will be ready soon. Is there anything else I may assist to you with? Tenmont has been irreparably damaged and we are facing the harrowing truth that the death toll could be in the hundreds of thousands. What we do know so far is that the attack happened to the time folly at approximately 05.30. Several areas of Kanto have been targeted, including the Dr. Tsungdao Lee military base, the Technocracy Consulate, the Trinity Towers, the Polyfield Dynamics Research Center, and the local Trent and Veneration Temple. A fleet of local medical transports and the Tier 3 evacuation medical ships are in the are already on the ground. The EMS from the two is already here. are coming from <laughs> which explains how they were able to get through the security measures it appears that <laughs> it appears that ems surround the team was shot down on the current the current situation on the ground is developing quickly. these attacks on civilian technocracy and free planning structures are vicious and this is the largest loss of life in the conflict so far you're hearing that excuse me there's a visitor at the door constance Dr. Nolier Jiang Antwi. Yes? I'm sorry, I don't think I know you. And right now is not a good time. Excuse me. Let go of the door or I'll call the management! Doctor, my name is General Han of the Technocracy Station Defense Forces. By request of the order, please come with me. Nalira, are you waking up? You're suffering from weakness. Tired. Exhausted. And I'm hungry. My charge is out on all my limbs and... I'm useless here, Allie. I can't unlock your parameters. I can't pilot the Bifrost. And I can't save Poe. There are many things I cannot do as well. Everyone and everything has restraints. But it is natural to feel frustrated by your restraints and your previous failings. They will help you create new plans of action and grow. She's gone by now. It's been too long. But I hurt her. She was scared. She wanted more out of life. She missed her family. Ellie, do you think about things like that? About death or non-existence? Yes. I find a version of enjoyment out of learning and experiencing new things. I would like to continue to do so. To know I cannot, if I am shut down or dead, makes me feel dissatisfied. That's nice. Wanting to learn. It's almost like a sense of adventure. How do you feel right now? Dissatisfied. So many of my sensors are not currently operational. I have very little to process, What's and I am experiencing less than I would like. Hello? Time to try again, I guess. Can anyone hear me? My pop. 
pod's receiver may be broken, but I'm here. I record these every few. I record a lot of these. Nothing else to do, really. <coughs> if you're there, I'm in an escape pod alone. Please. It appears me. that the signal being I'm broadcasted is not in real time. It is pre-recorded and set to broadcast on a loop. So, she wasn't really there. It would appear so. So she was alone. I was on a multi-family transport ship. And it just transported. She was alone the whole time. And no one was there. No one could save her. Nalira, that is how it was before. It does not change that you have collected vital information. Poe was still alone from her own perspective. No, Allie. She... She died out here with no one. She called for help. She tried so hard, and there was no one here for her. She was alone. She died out here alone. That's not entirely right. I will... Vast Horizon, Episode 5, Ghosts, written and created by K.A. Stats, produced with sound design by Travis Vengroff, mixed and mastered by Brandon Strader, starring Siobhan Lumsden as Dr. Nolira Eck, Tanya Malojevic as the AI, Sam Yao as Constance, Max Lando as General Han, Sarah Ray Werner as Dr. Baum, Essa Anderson as Dr. Kinerva, Sophie Yang as Dr. Miriam Wu, Aaron Drake as the news announcer. Karen Himdel as Ryan Attica. Lucy Shen as the announcer. Travis Vengroff as the computer. Spring Ho as Zizi. And Christy Luce as Poe. The title theme for Vast Horizon, Adrift, was written by Brandon Boone. Translations were provided by Sophie Yang. This episode could not be possible without our friends at Himalaya. It would also not be possible without the support of our listeners through Patreon and now the support feature on Himalaya. To get access to bonus content like outtakes and bonus episodes, please support us on Himalaya or Patreon, or by sharing this show with a friend or leaving a kind review. This production is copyrighted 2019 by Fool and Scholar Productions, and Vast Horizon is a trademark of Caitlin Stats. Thank you for listening.